Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Napsock. Happy to be here with you, sir, at the end of all things. I don't know what that means. Um, happy to be here on Databank Brawl. I, I'm glad it's not the end of all things. Yeah, it seems uh, like it's something you know. out there. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> if, if it was the end of all things, I'd be happy to be doing a Star Wars podcast with you. There's, Absolutely. There are worse ways to go. Lava flying around us, the eagles hopefully, hopefully saving us. Be good way. Yeah. That would be great to think that at yep. the end of Lord of the Rings, there was a discussion about different stories <laughs> in... The world of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 
Which song do you like the best, Bilbo? Not Bilbo, Frodo. I know, I know, yeah. I know, you know, I know. He's there. Anyway, all right. Today's podcast is yeah. brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week, we are recommending Leia, Princess of Alderaan by Claudia Gray. It is a great insight into the heart, the mind, and soul of young Leia Organa. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash forcecenter for your free audiobook. All right. With that out of the way, we are ready to get into our battles. Uh, if you haven't listened before, here's what we do. I take some descriptions of characters from the actual StarWars.com databank. I pick a couple random characters. Ken does not know who I've picked. Mm-mm. We talk our feelings about these characters a little bit, and then uh, we will improvise a battle. Are you ready for uh, the first combatant? I am, sir. Okay. We still have a lot of uh, uh, new characters to get through with uh, new movies, TV shows, cartoons, all that. So our first combatant is... Is First Order Jet Trooper. Ooh, they and fly now. Huh? They fly now. And, you know, just to be clear, that's a Jet Trooper is a classification. That's not a name. Mm. Could be a name in Star Wars. That's Hi, true. I'm Jet Trooper. Jet Trooper. <laughs> but no, this is First Order Jet Trooper. Here is what the databank has to say. Mm-hmm. Specialized stormtroopers of the First Order, Jet Troopers, soar into battle equipped with agile rocket packs. The end. They didn't type the end, this but that's it. That's this is all true. That that's it. That's the that's the the jet troopers have jets. <laughs> that's what it's come to. End of story. <laughs> mm. When we started databank, one of the fun parts of this was going into the databank and seeing what interesting, strange little details are are there. Uh, and in some of these more interesting or more recent ones, there's sometimes interesting little bits and pieces, but sometimes it's just a jet trooper has a jet. Got it? Okay, good. Good. (laughs) (laughs) So I am uh, entertained by that. Yeah. You're going to look into the wilds of Wikipedia. What does uh, Wikipedia have to say? Well, not much more than that. There is a quote. (laughs) Oh, good. None defies the First Order. Uh, First Order Jet Trooper said that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. First Order Jet Trooper said. uh, You know, Stormtrooper variant and Stormtrooper Corps, unlike the standard trooper, was mostly trained in ground operations. These specialists were trained in aerial combat. Nothing Hmm. too different for me here. Well, that Uh, tracks. Yeah, it does. Uh, We have some members, CR-1521, CS-9147, and FL-6198. Uh, they were uh, appeared on Ovanus, Great Forveen, Nebula, Kashyyyk, and of course Pisana. Um, the other quote we have is, "Ah, they fly now. They fly now. <laughs> they fly now." Oh, Dameron, they fly now. <laughs> um, so, and then there's some stuff where they there's some variants and all those kind of things. And as far as the general variants, yeah, variant one uh, it was equipped with standard stormtrooper helmet, a control box on their chest armor, uh, the F11D blaster rifles, and jetpacks. They, this differed from Omri, Omricron's formations, uh, formations Jet Troopers, Variant 2, supported inscription in Arabesh alongside red markings in their chest armor, no control box. Another variant, Variant 3, was equipped in a, with a similar helmet and a dark-colored jetpack with straps and could operate in space environments. A fourth variant existed where the helmet was distinctly different and the troopers of the variant operated with the projectile launchers, the G-125s, and chest armor likened to the second variant that was incorporated into the armor itself rather than an external addition. So then there was also the Sith jet troopers. Let's not forget that. So totally different thing. Yeah. uh, We are in the movie talking about the fourth variant, variant four. 
Right. Uh, that's what I'm going to uh, guess there, because that's what the picture is, too. Um, yeah, so that's what I got from the databank. But the, so these, uh, they appeared in Poe Dameron, right? Appeared in the Poe Dameron comic issue one, uh, actually, in 2016, and identified as Rocket Troopers in the video game Star Wars Battlefront 2 before receiving the name First Order Jet Trooper in Star Wars.com's databank in, in 2019. Hey, 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 with the video <laughs> games uh, The Rise of Skywalker update, the Rocket Troopers replaced to match his new name and the Troopers' appearance as seen in the film. Was uh, which was released on the same day, um, uh, yeah. And then there's uh, incorporates some of the original designs. This is in the Rise of Skywalker design. Uh, this is uh, similar to the Ralph McQuarrie designs for the original Snow Troopers in Empire Strikes Back, uh, and along with a little bit of the Death Troopers in Rogue One. So okay. that's that. Um, and oh, the Ghost of the Kashyyyk was uh, in a Star Wars Adventures comic. Okay, and what are they? And they look pretty similar to yeah, to, so, uh, to the ones that we saw in uh, in the movie. Yes, yes, yeah. So, so that's that. Um, and this is, I mean, I guess we should just dive into the jet trooper controversy. Is I this, guess let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it looks like in Battlefront they had uh, pauldrons, and otherwise they kind of look like stormtroopers. Correct. Normal stormtroopers. Correct. Okay, got it. The great jet trooper versi <laughs> Yes. <laughs> of the so, late 20 teens. So people, when that clip was released, were very upset. Very yes. upset, I say. Yes. That Finn, who was in the First Order, would say they fly now. And that, uh, no, Poe didn't question it, by no, the way. No, Poe confirmed it. He confirmed it. Yeah, they fly now. Yeah. Uh, and and this created, uh, and then a lot of people were very upset because apparently Finn and, and, and Poe and C-3PO didn't play Battlefront 2. <laughs> so it, it got exhausting fast. Let's just be honest. It got exhausting fast. Almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Exhausted more quickly than the actual packs do when playing them on Battlefront 2. Yes, yes. And I'm not great with them on Battlefront 2, I'll say. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know where you want it. It's yeah. your show, sir. I don't want to hijack this. <laughs> I like know, a but you know, the, this is, they, it's brawl. It's got mm. brawl right in the title. And, and I, I, I sense some uh, verbal pugilism coming from you, Ken yeah. Napsock. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think that I understand that every once in a while, mm-hmm. the seams show when the movie directors want to have a little bit of elbow room yeah. and not everything aligns exactly perfectly with the canon of video games, comic yeah. books. For me, uh, it's part of the fun of like, ooh, can you make up a head canon way that this all makes sense? Yep. And hey, maybe they uh, Finn never encountered these because the First Order is large. Very. Uh, so much. that they fly now makes sense from that. And mm. Pose is a confirmation. So he could be like, yeah, I'm confirming they fly now because obviously in front of me they do. Also, on Ovanus, yeah. when I was trying to get a big yes. egg from Agent Terex, you know, he could have <sighs> turned to the camera and said all that. It's one of the things I know you've been really uh, at odds with in pop culture fandoms. You, 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 <laughs> you did a great sketch that I, uh, I haven't seen yet because I want it filmed and shared <laughs> with the world. But yeah, Poe's not going to say that. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. And it's it's just, yeah, it's the, you can make up the headcanon for it if, if yeah. you want. Yeah. And if not, it is. I, I, I do think the, the, the tweets that did bother me that day mm-hmm. is when people were posting like the Battlefront 2 and is your, your joke illustrated. Yeah. We know more often than the characters do. Same thing with like the Anakin pregnancy thing. Yeah. 
Annie, Padme's not telling him. Anakin's looking at her front on. She's placing yeah. her hand on her belly to remind us, the audience, of what we know. Sometimes yeah. we know more. Finn has not played Battlefront 2. <laughs> we have. Yeah. <laughs> and also, so what? <laughs> so what? What are you going to do when they put in this funny line? Because it's not the mere presence of them. Uh, you know, uh, people were upset at the, the Finn's reaction to it. I, 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 again, I can kind of get it, but man, yeah, th- th- that's not a way to watch Star Wars. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the the I, I love diving deep. I really like it when all the canon connects and Ooh, makes yeah. sense. I like yeah. make it if something doesn't make sense. I enjoy making up head canon so it makes mm. sense to me. But I do sometimes have to go back to. George Lucas wanted to make a space movie, and he wanted to imagine mm. it, what if his dog was his co-pilot driving his car in Modesto and like that is some of where all this came from and you do have to like take a step back and go well some of it's just in the spirit of fun right and and anytime you're dousing your own fun in flames of logic (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah just check it at the door at times again it it can track again if Poe had said well, they find out. Yeah, I would have been like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. I thought all right, maybe he's in his spear. The maybe maybe you're in variant four. Yeah, he didn't. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, they yeah. fly now. They've been they've been flying for a while now." Yeah. Finn, yeah. Uh, pay attention, pay attention. Yeah. yeah, so I get it, I get it, but let it go. How do you feel? You've you've uh, played them not to your satisfaction in <sighs> Battlefront Two. Yeah, you've uh, read the Poe Dameron comics. Yeah, uh, how do you feel about about them? I I historically. And this, I'll tell you what, it even goes to G.I. Joe <laughs> when they would strap on in the cartoons rocket packs. I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them. Why do you dislike it's, uh, it's one rocket packs? Look, in a, in a movie and franchise of space wizards and sounds in space and space whales taking you to hyperdrive lanes, I don't care. Uh, I, I'm just like the jetpacks. I just, I'd get in a spaceship, get in a spaceship. <laughs> Why are you flying around? But they look cool. They're fine. I actually really thought they were, were part of a great sequence in Rise of yeah. Skywalker. I like their presence in the final battle with the Sith Troopers. Uh, I know it's not, doesn't, again, doesn't hold me up. Yeah. It doesn't hold me up. And then I think, I'll tell you what, I'd like them better if I was better at them in Battlefront 2. That might be the big deciding factor. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm bad at them. Okay. I understand. I'm not the best at the uh, rocket trooper now, the uh, jet trooper. Mm. I think I love their design in their yeah. final design. I actually like the Poe Dameron variant one. Yeah. The, uh, the the Battlefront one was just like, hey, it's cool to have a rocket class. So here's one in every era. Like it wasn't super thought out. Yes. Right. It's, uh, throw a pauldron on them. Yeah, they yeah. can fly. Cause that's, fly. Because th- we actually need one if we're going to have one in yeah. the era. We need one in all the eras. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I, I love their design in Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I love them getting launched off the back of the tread speeders, right? Yeah. Uh, that, to me, is just Star Wars fun. That's just the what if. Yeah. What if you were riding the back of a bike and you got launched up into the air and your rocket fired, and now you had... Great fun. Yeah, you know, great fun. Flying yeah. around, shooting. Got big. They got the cool uh, guns with the mm-hmm. big rockets, too. Yeah. So they're not just troop uh, jets. They got rockets. They got rockets in their hands to fire people. <laughs> Rocket man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just absolutely of the the weird mix of science fiction right. and fantasy that is Star Wars. It's more weird to me that it took until Rise of Skywalker to yes. get really prominent. Yes, flying troopers. Yes, agree with that. Yeah, agree with that. 
So I'm I'm very excited for them. I wish there was a few more details other than yeah. They've been trained for this, and they got rocket packs. And they do it. Jets, yep. and they, boy, did they do it. So we will have to <laughs> pull from the wealth of canon yeah. uh, in their appearances in uh, Poe Dameron and in Rise of Skywalker to, to tell this story. So I asked myself, who could possibly face the flying terror that is the First Order Jet Trooper? And I came up with an answer, and it is this one. Our next combatant is someone I truly can't believe has not actually been a combatant yet, but it's true. It's Paplu. Wow. Here's what the databank has to say about Paplu. A skilled Ewok scout, Paplu joined his friends Wicket and Tebow to lead Han Solo's team of rebel commandos to the site of the shield generator protecting the Death Star in orbit. As a diversion, Paplu stole an Imperial speeder bike racing off into the forest with most of the bunker's guards in frantic pursuit that allowed Han's team to attack the facility. All right. Gosh, this is great. Yeah. Oh, look what you've done. Created something <laughs> fun here today. Uh, let's get some stats here. Yeah. Going to the Canon tab on Wikipedia. Uh, we do have a little bit of stats. So we know he's an Ewok male, brown hair, uh, 0.96 meters tall. Okay. Uh, we know he's affiliated with Bright Tree Village uh, and the Alliance to, res- to Restore the Republic there. <laughs> uh, he was friends with Tebow and Wicket W. Warwick. And we know his great uh, his great accomplishment was uh, stealing that speeder bike, to which uh, 3PO says, I'm afraid our furry companion is gone and done something rather rash. Uh, that is about it. The, the Legends tab is going to have oodles, but we don't really go to that. Um, so um, I'm not even a little behind-the-scenes history. Um, Kenny Baker, though, did portray him. Okay, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a photo. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's and he's got uh, kind of a white uh, head covering. Yeah, a little white. What's going on on his head? Got like a little feather, couple feathers, maybe a chicken foot. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's got one of those like little uh, uh, like a pin cushion yeah. uh, for knitting with for knitting. Uh, feather stucks in it. So maybe he. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's a craftsperson. Got some skills. A craftsy yeah. wonk. And maybe he had something to do with that dress. <laughs> yeah, maybe he made the dress. Yeah. I bet I'm sure in Legends there's the entire yes. uh, story of the making of the dress by mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the weaver known as Paplu. Uh, how do you feel about Paplu? I love Paplu. Uh, somewhere along the way, I uh, started making the joke that Paplu owes me money and Paplu has a drinking problem, <laughs> uh, which is not to be taken lightly. But, uh, you know, I just think based on his actions, it seems to me that Paplu would kind of be like, this needs to be done. Give me a shot of uh, uh, Ewok whiskey, and I'll go get it done. And I'm going to go take a <laughs> take. That. He seems again rash, quick thinking, a friend. Uh, but you, you turn your back, he's going to do something crazy. So therefore, it just I've, it's always just been a running joke with me in Star Wars shows. Yeah, in life, Paplu Paplu probably owes someone money and and uh, likes to hit the spirits. Yeah, so I just love Paplu. Uh, Paplu has always been the uh, the Ewok that I could cling to in the dark times when I uh, <laughs> yes. didn't it didn't initially take to the Ewoks because right. they they were uh, too cute. Yep. Uh, that's a long, long since uh, counseled myself out of that uh, and other people as well. But seeing Paplu be a mm-hmm. murder bear of action, yes. going and getting that bike. And I loved the uh, the screaming. I yes. loved the grabbing the swing, mm-hmm. grabbing the vine and swinging. 
Like there, there was an Ewok who knew how to have fun, how to go crazy, man. Absolutely, man. He's a, he's a Saturday night Ewok. <laughs> he's a Saturday night Ewok. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think that he has decent chance uh, against the first order jet trooper. Yeah, it's gonna be. You've set up a quite a quite yeah. a fight here. And if you ever ever doubt that the moment we're living in is just the moment we're living in, and things are going to change, we have a matchup where. There is less anger in the fan community about an Ewok than there is about a cool-looking trooper. That's right. Times change. Oh, boy. Times change. And with that, we are going to fight. So we get to decide exactly where and when this is going to happen. Now, with the First Order Jet Trooper, Mm -hmm. we could go time travel. That would be weird for us. We oh. haven't done that before. Oh, yeah. uh, but what I'm thinking, yeah. and, and I admit, eh, mm-hmm. this is part of the reason this is attractive to me. Yeah. Old man Paplu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> versus First Order Jet Trooper. Because something's going on on the moon of Endor. 100%. <laughs> this is in the final fight, man. <laughs> we are on Endor. We got um, uh, uh, Wicket. What's his son's name? Uh, Pomet. Pomet. Uh, who Wait, is not in the databank yet. Damn okay. it. Played by Harrison uh, uh, Davis, right? Yeah. So, uh, yes, this is... Oh, we got that Holdo maneuver in the sky. We got got a lot going on. Got the Holdo maneuver in the sky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so just to to set the stage, I think when the First Order is allocating its resources, you go into uh, the visual dictionary and the novelization, you get the the more enhanced story that's really only implied in the movie, that the the First Order is big, but they're nowhere near as large of a fleet as the Empire. Right. So they're really having, in order to stamp down any uh, insurrection in the galaxy, any Mm. uh, rebellion, Mm. resistance, they need to be strategic about which systems they're controlling. Right. Somehow within that strategy, they said to themselves, the bears are going to be a problem. <laughs> look, look, man, if if Palpatine comes back in any way, shape or form, I don't care how he comes back. Or if he's a ninth generation clone of Michael Keaton from Multiplicity, it doesn't matter to me. If he comes back and he's like, look. Last time, these bears took me out. <laughs> All right? I was busy up above, down below. I mean, I sent Iden Versio down, and I don't know what happened down there, but the bears won. Guard the bears. I, I love the the thought of uh, Palpatine hanging half-formed from his weird claw <laughs> spine machine and saying, the Ewoks are relentless. Do not underestimate the fur and the might <laughs> of the Ewoks. Show no mercy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if it's Palpatine's command, if it's mm-hmm. uh, General uh, Allegiant General Pride's command, if it's Kylo's rage, uh, it, it's time for all of it to die. The Jedi, the Sith, the Ewoks, mm-hmm. yeah. kill the past, kill it all. Somebody sends a First Order Star Destroyer yep. to the moon of Endor. Yep. And do you think that the First Order is just floating above, or do you think that they send, like, a big raiding party to just... Oh. Decimate to just take over Bright Tree Village. Hundred oh, percent, big raiding party. There's bunch of bunch of people down there, and the Ewoks are like, not again. And Paplu and Tebow and all these people are like, look, we must pick up spears. <laughs> it's time to eat. It's time to eat. Yeah. As the yeah, I think the the young ones have been listening to mm-hmm. this story told around uh, yeah. fires, right? Absolutely. Of the time that the the Ewoks had to rise up against the mechanical mm-hmm. menace in it. 
mm-hmm. added the new troops, and many Ewoks went out into the stars to right. do different things for Absolutely. therapy and to become slicers and all sorts yeah. of things. Some that, have uh, auto-aim on their uh, bows. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, some have little cybernetic eyes that <laughs> allow them to perfectly aim and, and sniff out uh, opponents hiding around walls. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think I think Paplu, mm-hmm. being the Saturday Night Ewok, is the one who's always made this sound really, really dangerous mm-hmm. and really exciting. And oh, I think yeah. many young Ewoks have grown up going, "Wow, mm-hmm. if I could fight a war like Old Uncle, <laughs> not even blood related, they all call him Old Uncle Paplu. Old Uncle Paplu. If, if I could fight a war like him, so he's kind of he's kind of rallied him up. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah, because for years, like, you know, I'm tra- translating from Ewokese there, but did you ever tell you the time? I'd, yes, you told yes. us the time. You took a speeder bike. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, and then I, I threw a rock yeah. at a thing. <laughs> it, it turned at me. It looked, I saw it. I saw its evil's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Paplu's kind of ready for this, I like to think. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think he's been maybe a little paranoid. Maybe that's the way he's coped by putting a, a brave face on it. Yeah. But, but he's he's been a little paranoid. He's been mm-hmm. waiting all these years. Yeah. Uh, and I think the um, there's a landing. Yes. It's yes. outside of the Bright Tree yeah. Village. And uh, one First Order jet trooper is sent is simply as reconnaissance. Oh, okay. So check out trees. You maybe okay. yeah. Just fly up above the the trees. If they spot you, just turn around. We we just want you to check out. Basically, like uh, last time, they had a bunch of traps, right? And we want to know. We're going to scout it out. We're going to know yep. where there lo- where two logs are going to swing together. Yes, we yes. want to know where there's a pile of logs that our walkers are going to trip over. <laughs> if you see a bunch of <laughs> logs trimmed, no branches. Piled up above a walkway <laughs> that will put a walker. Could you do me a favor and yeah. check on that? <laughs> also, if there are any just ropes on the ground with <laughs> a big circle in the middle where we might want to walk, yeah, could, could you be aware of that? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. File a report. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that this uh, First Order Jet Trooper is cocky. Yeah. What do you think uh, the mm-hmm. Jet Trooper's name is? Uh, it is... Uh, 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 it is J T J T uh, thirty two thirty two J T thirty two thirty two. They call he him, feels so lucky. Yeah, they call him. Uh, uh, they call him th- threes and twos. They don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't have that uh, sense yeah. of familiarity that uh, that clones do. Yeah, he's just J two thirty two thirty two. Yeah, uh, and he's he's been conditioned, right? Yeah, uh, and he's well not trained. he's not questioning it. No, I think when a first order trooper is really conditioned well, mm-hmm. they are uh, they believe in order, right? Right, but they also believe that the greatest thing they could do is rise in the ranks. Oh, yeah. He wants to be a head jet trooper. He wants to be a first order head jet mm-hmm. trooper. <laughs> yes. That's a, a rank. It's a rank. Yeah. Head jet trooper. Right. Yeah. He gets to tell the other jet troopers when to go to sleep, when to do their homework, when to, all the things. When to jump. When to High jump. This guy, yeah. Yeah. When to fire their mm-hmm. uh, rockets, their jets. So he really wants to excel at this mission. Yeah. And he knows that there's, mm-hmm. this, uh, there's this subtle divide yeah. in the first order of sometimes... It's all about order. 
Yeah. But sometimes, if you do something really cool, they reward you. They, so what he's thinking is, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, my orders are yeah. just reconnaissance. Yeah. But if I could take out one or two of those bears, take out mm-hmm. one of those traps. So he's got that in his in his mind as yeah. he rockets <laughs> high above the trees. Above the tree line, okay, yeah. Above the tree line. Maybe he kind of dips as he gets closer and then leaves in and out, think, thinking he can hide himself. It's a good sequence, yeah. Uh, maybe he lands on a tree and it mm-hmm. wobbles just a little bit. And he's got a, he's got a good sight now yeah. over the main thoroughfare of Bright Tree Village. Oh, yeah, the, the downtown city center. Yeah, the downtown yeah. city center, mm-hmm. uh, the place that they would absolutely have their Chipotle. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now with queso made from uh, First Order officers. <laughs> made from yeah. the blood of yeah. First Order yeah. officers. Uh, what does he see? What, how has Bright Tree Village changed since we, the Star Wars audience, last visited it, uh, there's been some expansion, okay. some lower levels because they the Ewoks a little more confident. It's not ground level necessarily, but definitely some some uh, you know businesses opening up on the, on the lower parts of the tree. Okay, uh, uh, there has been a more of a. Um, there's actually a, a hut that's a museum for oh. the war that was before. It's a it's a you know thatched roofed hut, but it's got. Uh, Ewok art yeah. of, of the the great uh, re, re, uh, great uh, you know fight for our freedom. Yeah, I think that there is an animatronic C three PO that will tell you the whole story. Definitely some C three PO in the merchandise center and uh, in, in, the, in the gift shop. Merchandise Center. That's a weird. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like a first order trooper. The Merchandise Center. You mean the gift shop? Uh, okay. Um, I would like to walk into the buying room. I'm going to Disneyland today. At, at the time of your listening to this, I'm going to go to many merchandise centers today. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I think, uh, I think he sees it's it's both bigger. Some rundown parts, but it, it it looks like a bigger city now. Yeah, yeah. And I think he he yeah he's, he's like oh there's more a uh, little thatched roofs. Uh, there's uh, more places of community. Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> I think Fine. he I think kind of he laughs yeah. to himself. <laughs> this yep. is gonna be so easy. Got and I think it. he he uh, gets a blaster out and he starts kind of. He's just toying with it. He's he's looking he's through l- okay, looking yeah. through the scope. He's he's looking at uh, one of the uh, little Ewoks hustling into the merchandise center <laughs> for their shift, <laughs> selling merchandise at the merchandise center. Yeah, the uh, they still have their traditional yeah. Ewok headwear, uh, but this one uh, yeah. has a uh, picture of Han Solo on it. Yeah, well, because I'll tell you what, after the galaxy, the fall of the the Empire. Uh, a lot of tourists started to come and buy here. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see where the empire kind of fell. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. saying there's a lot of uh, uh, humans or other alien species there now, but there but could yeah, be. There could, could be, yeah. And just as he's maybe teasing himself with the idea of how fun it would be to take a pot shot, a, a nice, gentle, organic breeze yeah. wafts through the village. And a couple of kind of big leafy areas mm-hmm. blow back a little bit and reveal a shocking amount of infrastructure. Yeah. Now, the Ewoks have gone out into the galaxy. Okay. I think they have incorporated some of the lessons mm-hmm. of war, mm-hmm. that the best offense is a good defense. And he sees they actually do have, like, uh, these weird, they look like turbo lasers. Oh, okay. But they look, they have a bunch lined up of, like, um, acorns. <laughs> so it looks like they have this half... Kind of like traditional sized acorns, yeah. big acorns. Okay. They look like they've kind of yeah. jury rigged some old yeah. equipment to like 
fire acorns into the air. Yeah. He starts to look more closely. He starts to see everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's lots of weird mixtures of technology and yeah. nature that have been combined to be weaponized in inventive ways. It's like the cereal honey bunches of oats. Um, <laughs> you know what it is? It's the underbelly chin cannons of the ATSDs. Oh, yeah. Removed from the ones that survived or, or crashed as, as opposed to exploded and turned into these acorn launching weapons. They have weaponized the remnants yeah. of the battle. Yeah. 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 And... Uh, I really want this weapon now in Star Wars. <laughs> and do you, do you think uh, JT thirty two thirty two gets cocked? Do you think he takes a, a pot shot at that, or well, do you think he I think, flies back? No, I tell you what, I think he he, he he's not flying back, but he he he's like a little like whoa, that wasn't in our briefings. Yeah, um, I've talked to some of the old timers. They, they said no, they had sticks and stones. Man, they broke our bones. Let me tell you. So <laughs> he's a little taken aback. So he starts to log that a little bit. As he's logging it, he hears in the background, ooh, 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 ooh. Like, man, there's some really weird birds around these parts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I uh, I think that, uh, so you think he, he takes a pot shot or not? I think he wants, so I think he documents it on his little keypad and his yeah. wrist or something. And then I think he goes back to the scope. Yeah. Of his blaster. Of his blaster to try to maybe shoot the turret. Like, I'm about to just take this out now. Yeah. And I think as he looks back into his scope, yeah. all he sees is darkness. Mm-hmm. And he yes. doesn't understand what has happened. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, he actually pulls the blaster away and kind of shakes it yeah. and then turns slowly back to what the blaster had been looking at. And he sees clinging on to the branch, old man Paplu. Yes. <laughs> Just going, Now, Paplu has changed as well. Yes. Uh, Paplu was injured mm-hmm. in the initial Battle of Endor. Yep. So he does have a big scar mm-hmm. across his eye, uh, very similar to Anakin's, right. ironically. Right. Uh, he has uh, a a totally green uh, green. Headwear. Okay. So he blends into the forest green uh, in little, and mm-hmm. then he himself, of course, is brown. Yeah. Uh, and a little gray, little gray, little gray, now. Little gray, a little, gray. Little, a little brown, yeah. a little gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also all sorts of places in his fully visible naked Ewok body. Yeah. Just Ewok skin. Yeah. yeah. And Catchy. then he has strapped across his body. Yeah. Uh, a, a bandolier that oh, has yeah. three different. E eleven old school stormtrooper blasters Three. hanging from it, multiple thermal detonators, <laughs> and strapped uh, to the back are uh, spears of three different spears of different sizes with different yes. points. This is not just uh, an Ewok. This is an Ewok of war. Oh yeah, talk about your Saturday night Ewok. This is it in full. This is like a, a almost like a Travolta dancing suit on Saturday Night Fever. Uh, he's ready to go. He's ready yeah. to party. Uh, <laughs> he is waving back at, at JT thirty two thirty two. Yeah, yeah, and as if to intimidate JT thirty two yeah. before JT thirty two thirty two can even react. Yeah, Paplu. Points at him mm-hmm. and says, He-chi-wa-wa. and then points, Paplu points at his own little nostrils mm-hmm. and he goes, <laughs> and he sniffs him. Yes. He sniffs him mm. and then kind of makes this weird face of like, <laughs> like 
Gross. 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 Thumbs down. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he even does it. <laughs> uh, this is all just bizarre to JT3232. Yeah. And I, I think he actually says out loud, like, you're, you're ridiculous. You brought down the Empire. Yeah. You will not bring down the First Order. Mm-hmm. And he takes action. What does he do? What does JT3232 do? He flies off his perch in the jet pack, hovers above Paplum, and takes aim and presses fire. So he floats above him. Yeah. Gets an angle high in the tree. Yeah. And like looking down on him and pew, pew, pew. Now is it pew, pew, pew or foom, foom, foom for the rockets? You think he goes blaster first? I think he goes blaster first. Blaster first. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think in Paplu's mind. Yeah. He has been training for this moment for 30 years. Oh, he's been dreaming about it. Right. And from JT3232's 32, point of view, he sees uh, sparks of flame. Yeah. He sees uh, green and brown dancing, but he can't tell if that was just the tree rocking back and forth, if yeah. that was the Ewok burning and falling from the sky, or if the Ewok leapt somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and that is when he hears... The sound of something whistling through the air. Mm-hmm. It is one of these spears yeah. uh, being aimed directly at his armpit. Yeah. The spear goes flying up into the air, and I do think it makes contact right in the soft, meaty joint. <laughs> There's not a lot of space. You know, they tried the first order tried to correct that a little bit. They, they definitely learned some lessons on Endor, but come on. It's it's Poplu, man. And with a little Ewok whiskey-fueled aim, he, he thunks right into the stormtrooper's armpit. Okay. And that, did that spear just bury itself in the, the pit of the trooper? It's not pretty. It's not It's pretty. not deep. It's not fatal. Uh, you know, Paplu, I don't know the last time Paplu sharpened his uh, stones on the end of his spears. Probably last night. Yeah. So it's there. It's it's sticking out. <laughs> it's that sticking out. Yeah. And I think... Uh, in Paplu's mind, is he through it? He is thinking of the drawing that he has in his home of the uh, original Imperial Stormtrooper armor. He's yeah. got all the X's marked of where the, <laughs> where the armor didn't meet. Yeah. He's got it memorized yeah. where it is uh, vulnerable. And the First Order Jet Trooper is similar. 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 Yeah, they, right. they, they, they've heard there's a difference. Uh, Peekbuck came back and, and told them there's a difference to what's going on, but... It's it's the same to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a chart in his hut where he, he took out like seven stormtroopers <laughs> during the Galactic Civil War. He wants to add to it. He wants to add to it. All right. So uh, does this phase, J two thirty two thirty two? Does he scream in pain and the like? Oh, he screams in pain. This okay. is definitely a phasing type of thing. But but, <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of like. The, the jet kind of like, like loses control. Oh, so he, yeah, it's because it's kind of intuitive, right? Like, yeah. Like, ah, and he's got to decide, do I pull this out? What do I do? Is it going to make it worse? Yeah. I don't know. Well, here's the thing about mm-hmm. JT3232. Mm-hmm. He has been sent to Endor. Yeah. He has been briefed on the failure of the Empire. The First right. Order is predicated on the failure of the Empire. Right. Uh, just like the uh, new gorilla walkers have those uh, sharp joints mm-hmm. so you can't wrap cables around them. Right. They studied the tactics of the Ewoks. Right. And he knows that the Ewoks use their environment. 
mm. for their advantage. And he has the epiphany. That's how to fight them. Yes. So what he does is he doesn't pull the spear out. He flies towards Paplu and suddenly uh, basically lifts up his own arm, yeah. JT3232, causing himself immense pain. pain. Okay. Blood spurts out. Ugh. But suddenly that spear is flying right at Paplu's head basically to clothesline him off the tree. Oh, that's smart. He's using his circumstances to yeah. his advantage, his painful, bloody circumstances. Yeah. Does he manage to clothesline old man Paplu? He does. Paplu goes flying back off the branch, tumbling. He drops one of the blasters. One of the other spears falls off. He has one spear left now. And he goes tumbling, 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 right onto a uh, uh, rope one of the ropes with uh, rocks in it. Oh, okay. That they would drop. Oh, the the dropping rocks. The dropping rocks. (laughs) And he lands on it with a thud. But then it creates, uh, uh, it's like a weighted situation. It's like a little, uh, little, uh, um, you know, dumb waiter. So he starts going launching up to another level of Bright Tree Village. So he painfully hits the rocks, but the uh, kind of elastic uh, type bag they're contained in bounces him back up into the air. Yeah. I don't know how he makes it go higher. I don't know the physics on that. <laughs> uh, it's just something. It does something with the other thing. But he's launching up in the air. Yeah. yeah. And so I think he realizes that he has only moments to strike. Yeah. Uh, he has been training for this for so many years. He pulls one of the blasters off of uh, the bandolier. Yeah. And as he's flying up, he aims. So we have this picture where the 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 first order jet troopers hovering in the air. He thinks he took this guy out. He he pulls the spear out. Blood spurts. Terrible pain. And then he looks back as he sees just flying up. Uh, Paplu ends up there. He hangs in the air for just a moment. Yep. Starts to fall back down and fires the blaster (laughs) at JD3232 as he falls back down. Yeah. Now, here is the big question of the night. He's got... <laughs> He's got one injured uh, eye. He's mm-hmm. been training for basically his entire adult life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does he make the shot? Does he hit uh, JT3232? He hits him in the uh, uh, left side of his torso. Right in the left side of the right torso. Right in the left okay. side of the torso. <laughs> which is uh, also the same side I'm, I'm picturing the. The armpit wound, so it's not looking good. <laughs> so he's working that left side. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say it's a direct hit, but it's enough to really send a message as Poplar falls back to the indoor surface. <laughs> do you think he's going to hit those rocks again, or do you think he's going to... Uh, as of right now, an unknown fate. An unknown yeah, fate. as JT3232 looks at his now-bleeding side. Yeah, I think he... down <laughs> that red, or the yeah. red down the white... Armor? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it, it, it cuts through, it, yeah. it, and he spins, and it yeah. and he's he's yeah. bleeding a little bit. Ah. And I think now he's just seeing Fury. Now uh-huh. he's seeing what all four First Order troops think, right. uh, feel when they start to fail is, yeah. can't. Can't go back and report can't this go. failure, right? Got to finish it, yeah. So I think this imperative now is absolutely... <laughs> This has to end. Has to end. He has to end this Ewok, I right? Can't play that's, nice now. That's his new imperative, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, raging in pain, blood filing, uh, flowing behind him, he yeah. rockets downward to try to catch up with this falling Ewok and see where it lands. Yeah, yeah. Do you have an idea of where what uh, JT thirty two thirty two sees as he tries to catch up with falling Paplu? He sees Paplu. Uh, 
land like f- like t- uh, you know ass over uh, uh, head in there does that you know boom 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 just like spinning and just like a ball of fur f- flipping in the air through the air huh? through the air splats not not bad but hits a couple branches boom 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 yeah, boom and then boom right on like a what what jet the JT trooper can't he can't JT32 can't see but it was like is it, did he land like a, on a hatched like hanger what is that Okay. He like went through the roof of like a building, like a like a wide, uh, you know, uh, hut, very okay. extra large hut. Okay, and he goes through the roof. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, JT thirty two thirty two is thinks overwhelm him with force. Yeah, I got the rocket. If I keep having him come at me, that's no good. So I think he hmm. first order jet trooper cocky. He's been trained in aerial combat, yeah. but also ground. I think he lands. Yes. I think he bursts through that hut, mm-hmm. roof, and he lands. Yeah. What does he see? Tell you what he sees. He sees the scrambling feet of Papu running in an Ewok hang glider. <laughs> He's landed in a hangar. In a hang glider In a hang hanger. glider hangar. And it's still high enough in Bright Tree Village. All he sees is this... Hang glider and the feet of and, and the butt, quite frankly, of Poplu going Mickey and flying out yeah. into the sky. And th- so there Poplu goes in JT thirty two thirty two. He laughs at him, at this yeah. this foolish sight. These dumb Ewoks have had thirty years to prepare. Yeah, and instead of doing what we did, yeah, learn from our mistakes. They're just trying the same old dumb tricks. Yeah. He blasts out of that place with his much superior jet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And is he's just about to catch up with right. this wafting glider. Yeah. He suddenly sees the horrible truth. Paplu turns back, looks at him, and says, <laughs> And the hang gliders have been retrofitted with some engine parts from the broken speeder bikes. Oh, yeah. So these are now basically... Uh, rocket hang gliders. <laughs> really just totally taking the gliding part out of it. Oh, you mean Ewok rocket gliders. Ewok rocket yeah. gliders. Oh, yeah. Look and, for them. Yeah, and basically, uh, Paplu hits the button. The energy explodes. Yeah. He goes zipping and zagging and flying in the air. It The heat just almost uh, blisters yeah. the First Order Jet Trooper's face. He gets blown backward, and the only thing the First Order Jet Trooper can think to do is say out loud to himself, They fly now (laughs) with rockets. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, but he's he's so pissed. And I think uh, there's basically this amazing aerial show of a of a battle where Paplu's flying through the air he spins around he's got one of those E-11 blasters and he's firing away first order jet trooper now is really in his element this is what he's trained for this is is, this is uh, this is where I'm a viking yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's zigging and zagging he's firing back they're coming close they're sin he gets this little singe on Paplu he can smell a little bit of burning blistering fur yeah right Uh, in there just zipping and zagging uh, flying around one another yeah perhaps well matched yeah and i think this is a good place to pause in our combat 
as we often do, take a little break and really think responsibly about who can, who should, who will win this fight. We will be back in just a moment. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we are back to finish our battle. We are in the middle of a great conflict between the First Order Jet Trooper J-2-3232 and the old man, the Saturday Night Ewok, the one who has been itching for a righteous battle for decades, Paplu. 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 So, Paplu, (laughs) he's got a, a rocket 
powered hang glider. Mm-hmm. He is zipping through the air, trading shots with his blaster. The first order jet trooper has been trained for this. Maybe not looking good for Paplu because no. he is, you know, out out trained. Right. Uh, first order jet trooper has more training. Who do you think would win? Who do you want to win? If this were thirty plus years ago in the Star Wars story, I'd say the jet trooper, all his updated training, updated tactics, would win. But the Ewoks, the Ewoks aren't those Ewoks anymore. Paplu might be a name long remembered, but it's a new era in Brightree Village. I, I think Paplu's got the home court advantage. Yeah. And he's going to take home the victory. <laughs> so that's definitely a want, but you also think it's a, it's a truth. I think it's a truth. <clears throat> and as, as Captain Moden Kennedy would tell you, uh, these young First Order uh, folks, and what they're cracked up to be in their own minds. Yeah. They have mostly had experience just uh, harassing and terrorizing people who can't fight back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, in Paplu is all about fighting back. Yeah. Moden Candy used to say in some meetings, when you face some real resistance, you're going to find out how tough it is to rule the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think Paplu has been training for this. Right. I think he is ready for this. I think this isn't a battle of uh, physical acumen so much of it is a battle of combat philosophy. Exactly. And I think that's where, where Paplu is going to take it home. But I think not before uh, the First Order Jet Trooper does put him through his paces. Absolutely. And gives him a hell of a Saturday night to remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think uh, the First Order Jet Trooper is realizing it's a bit of a standoff. He's yeah. he's he's singed Paplu, yeah. but that's about all. He hasn't been able to take the, the glider out yet. right. right. Uh, mm-hmm. Paplu's been able to uh, evade him. He's clearly spent a lot of time flying around on this. Yeah. Um, so I think he realizes I need to take it up a notch, and I think he loads the rockets. Oh, yeah. Right? Loads the rockets, indeed. And uh, do you have a thought about what happens next? No, no, continue. continue. Uh, yeah, so I think he sets up a pattern. I think he uses his training, okay. his, and he, he realizes if I fire a rocket here, mm-hmm. and then another one here, then the Ewok will zig and zag this way. So by the time I fire the third rocket, boom, he'll have no choice but to fly right into it. Good plan. And I think poof, the first rocket goes and Paplu laughing zags out of the way. <laughs> the next one fires. He zigs out of the way. <laughs> but now he's in that exact space and poof, that third rocket goes. Yeah. And I think Paplu does feel that old beast in the Ewok uh, language known as mm. Huta, which is fear. Fear. Uh, but he, he's prepared for this moment. Yeah. Uh, and I think he furiously wrestles with something, uh-huh. but JT3232 can't see what happens because a ball of fire and flame. Oh, wow. And he thinks, I got it. Got it. And in fact, he says it out loud because mm-hmm. why just think it when you can no, say it? Yeah. I got him. Got him. Uh, that's, uh, when he sees flying through the air. Mm-hmm. Paplu, naked but alive. <laughs> <laughs> Paplu has let go of everything. Everything. He's let go. He let go, let go of, of it, like the all, force teaches you. Yep, yeah. All okay. of the all of the equipment. Yep. Uh he uh undid his bandolier that the hang glider was attached to. Yep. He uh gently sent the hang glider forward mm-hmm. so it would meet with the, the rocket. That whole contraption, all of his weaponry, even uh his uh headwear Oh yeah, it's all gone. This is wow. a totally Oof. naked murder bear. Yeah, stripped of 
everything. Yeah. Falling through the air, living to fight just even another moment. Uh, flapping in the wind he is. Um, and he's fallen. He's fallen. He's fallen. What does Paplu do next? Paplu is falling towards the Endor floor, which this section is now being used as a uh, speeder bike simulator ride for tourists. <laughs> but speeder bikes aren't around. But what is around are the vines. Yeah. That Paplu himself once used to escape to safety. Says he's falling, falling, falling. The jet trooper is racing after him now because he sees him, right? Yeah, he's just rocketing down there. Oh, I thought I got him. Uh, Paplu grabs onto one of the vines. The momentum takes him, and now he's swinging back high into the sky. Yeah. And the jet trooper overshoots, stops, almost hits the ground. Yeah. Dirt everywhere. A couple of tourists are nearby. There's some yeah. Abednetto, Abednettos who are just like, whoa, what are the, we, more than we paid for. Yeah, so people are starting to see that this is happening. Yeah. You can hear horns going up all across the village, right, uh, announcing that there's a problem. Yeah. First Order Jet Trooper has now failed on his basic message mm-hmm. of just mission of just having uh, reconnaissance, right? Yeah, now it's trouble. Uh, Pat Lucy singing on, swinging in the vine, spies out of the corner of his eye. A bunch of those young Ewoks yep. that he's been telling the, these stories, these tall tales to, yep. uh, partially as they've exaggerated over the years, and now he realizes it's it's becoming real for them. Yeah, and they're staring up at him. Yeah, and getting to see for the first time, old man Paplu. Will will he live up to the legend? Yeah, and that's when Paplu realizes, okay, I've. I've made war in a, into a story in my mind. Right. And it's, it's not a story. It's a reality. hmm And the way we won before was being clever. Mm-hmm. In fact, his name, Paplu, has become a part of Ewok language. Oh, yeah. When you do something mm-hmm. rash and surprising that ultimately works out well for everyone, you did a paplu. You pulled a paplu. <laughs> you made a paplu. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yep. he realizes as he's swinging on that vine, I need to make a paplu. Yeah. I need to go back to what I uh, do best, and that is suddenly riding something I shouldn't. <laughs> he throws himself off the vine. Yeah. He somersaults to the air. Wham! He lands on the back of yep. JT thirty two thirty two. Yep, he's uh, their ride or die now. <laughs> yeah, in a certain kind of way, from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Uh, well, the jet trooper uh, JT thirty two thirty two, out of shock, out of just the fear, uh, the se- uh, sheer force of, of Paplu hitting the the jetpack. The jetpack explodes off like. <laughs> takes off and now they're both flying oh, they're, along yeah. the floor of uh, oh wow yeah. <laughs> and yeah. J3232 is like just ah, these tree stumps you know yeah seen a lot of destroyed speeder bikes what's going on you know yeah and yeah. I think I think JT3232 gets just enough control to rah, yep. he flips himself over so now Paplu's poor little Ewok butt is hitting across the ground. It's very painful. The 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 fur is uh, you know. He's gonna have some patches. He's gonna have some patches. New patches. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, is this is happening? Uh, Paplu realizes he has to strike. Yeah. Uh, but he knows where to strike. Mm-hmm. 
that big wound in the armpit. Yep. So Paplu clinging with one little Ewok paw to the jetpack, just reaches up and punches, punches, <laughs> punches, punches the armpit, mm-hmm. uh, which sends uh, JT3232 just lot of pain. whistling into the air. Yeah. Um, and uh, JT3232, at this point, do you think he still has his blaster or has he lost it in this fall? Uh, I think he, I think he has, uh, he has it. Yeah, I think he would have it. Okay. Yeah, I think it has. So he's he's firing yep. kind of over his own shoulder, right? Yeah, trying. And I think they're after that punch, they Yeah. Now they're spiraling up like way too high in the sky, like dangerously. Papa's you know, still on him. Okay. Yeah, and they're they're yeah. and they're they're locked in this uh, mm-hmm. combat where Paplu's trying to hit him in his wounded uh, yeah. armpit and and uh, avoid these blaster fires that are just yeah. echoing in his his uh, yeah. beautiful barriers. Mm-hmm. Fur getting singed, um, and that's when I think Paplu does uh, another really crazy thing. Yeah, I think he he whips himself around so he's uh, in front. Yeah, he's clinging out to the front of JT thirty two thirty two. Okay, and there's blood on his paw oh, from yeah. punching the armpit. Right. Yeah. And Paplu, in his wisdom, realizes that mm-hmm. uh, a part of the art of war is just the psychology of it. Oh, yeah. So he looks straight into JT3232's helmet. He brings his bloody Ewok paw to right. his mouth, and he <laughs> licks the blood. Oh, that Paplu. <laughs> stares in his eye. Yeah. As if to say, you're nothing but a meal to me. Yeah. You're tasty. I think this breaks JT3232. I think he does. What happens next? I think he drops the blaster. They're still flying up in the air, right? Yeah. They can go wherever you want. Uh, they're flying up in the air. They break through the tree line. Uh, Poplu is still on him. <laughs> Holding <laughs> on. Uh, and I think JT3232 cuts off the jetpack. Wow. <laughs> it sputters off. He's so shocked. And they start this long, slow fall back down to the fourth floor. Falling, falling, falling. Yeah. And go ahead. No, and, and Poplu starts to gain control, and it's almost as if Poplu is surfing him down. <laughs> surfing. And in Bright Tree Village, many people now are out and about, and they're watching this. We, Wicket comes out, just kind of shakes his head. Oh, Poplu, it's a Saturday night. Yeah, he never yep. met an Imperial device he didn't want to ride. Yep. Uh, but everyone else is cheering now. Everybody else is cheering. Yeah, and Paplu is uh, kind of hamming it up maybe a little bit. (laughs) 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 He is, at this point, I think uh, JT3232 is maybe even losing consciousness. He's not used to this fast of a draft. uh, Drop. drop. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's when... Paplu's thinking about, okay, this is cool. I'm making a name for myself for the second yeah. time. He's looking for the vine. He's looking for uh, another sort of bouncy uh, collection of rocks that he can maybe right. safely jump into to stop his fall. And that's when he sees one of the young Ewoks that he's been telling stories to. Yeah. Maybe even Pomet. Uh-huh. Pomet Orc. Run yeah. to that acorn cannon. Mm-hmm. Take aim. And... Fire the acorns. Fire the acorns. <laughs> and the acorns mm-hmm. rush towards 
both Paplu and JT32 32 and Paplu simply has to trust in the skill of the young Ewok yep. of young Pomet mm-hmm. and what do you know those acorns traveling at just unbelievable speeds yeah crash through the helmet of the first order jet trooper in the last <laughs> thought that goes through JT 32 32's mind is are those acorns? <laughs> is they crack through the helmet <laughs> and pierce his skull. He's dead. He has acorns in the brain, <laughs> and he is dead. <laughs> and Thaps craps, uh, uh, crashes down <laughs> to the fourth floor. Yeah. And, and what is, how does Paplu land? How does he, he navigate this? He lands. This? It's a mighty thunk with a jet trooper. There's some, uh, probably maybe a little light explosion, I would think. But he rolls off, springboards off, rolls, hits the ground, somersaults, 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 gets up, and just kind of goes... <laughs> and way up above in Dr- Bright Tree Village, you just hear like, yep, no, 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 yep, 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 yeah. Takes a bow. That is beautiful. And that broken, bloody, uh, on fire uh, first order jet trooper becomes a new symbol for their murder bears to rally around. And that is the end of our main conflict. But Ken, are there any post credit scenes? Yeah, uh, we fade out, and then we fade back into everyone gathered around in the center of Bright Tree Village. And uh, Princess, uh, now Chief Nisa is there, Wicket's there, Pomet's there, everyone's there. Uh, Low Gray, a uh, picture of Low Gray hangs in uh, the back of the meeting hall. He, he's passed on. Uh, um, and Paplu's just there telling the story. Just telling the story as if it was 3PO in the days of old. And uh, it, it's a sentimental ending. Wicked just kind of looks looks at Pablo and thinks to himself, we took down the Akiakta. Like, we took him <laughs> down. And, uh, and all the younglings, uh, younglings wild uh, walklings are looking up at Pablo. It's such a great moment. Yeah. Uh, but Wicked does think, I'll, I'll forgive him for the money he owes me. <laughs> it is... Beautiful. And Paplu, uh, realizing that uh, he needs to share this this victory mm-hmm. with young Pomet, he needs to pass it on to yep. uh, the future generation. It is Saturday night. Yep. He is drinking. Mm-hmm. The cup he has yeah. is the entire helmet. Yes. Of the First Order Jet Trooper. Filled to the brim. So brutal. With some home-brewed. Yes. Ewok beer. Oh, Yeah. And he, he looks to Wicket yeah. for permission. And Wicket's like, yes. uh, and, uh, and, uh, and he passes it. Yeah. Paplu passes it to young Pomet, mm-hmm. who takes just, just a little sip. Big sip. A little sip in, into a large world. Yes. <laughs> He's a... Adult Ewok now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has finished his passage into the adult phase mm-hmm. of Ewok life with a murder <laughs> of a uh, Imperial First Order of trooper yep. and a little sip of Ewok brew. And really, it's a beautiful thing. And somewhere in the forest, the Wisties dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Ah, that is a beautiful, horrible mm. story. Those are the kind of stories we tell on databank brawl. If there are characters that you want to see fight, let us know. Use the hashtag databank brawl. We are trying to get to some uh, some of the good suggestions that people have made. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Knapsack at uh, on the internet, uh, at social media everywhere, and on my website, KenNapsack.com. Excellent. We always like to thank Tony Thaxton for his theme music. You can check out his uh, Patreon. Just go ahead and Patreon and uh, search for Tony Thaxton. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash center. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Four Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Four Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.